0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Real Talk About Real Estate, presented by DeBrew Realty in Mansfield, Texas. Your host is Susan DeBrew. I'm your co-host, Steve Pixler, and we're talking about all things real estate. In this episode, we want to talk about seller's market or buyer's market. What in the world does that mean? And Susan is going to tell us all about it. Susan?
1: Well, it's actually a pretty big topic, but let's just take it down to the nitty gritty for a short podcast.
0: Okay, we're going right for the bullseye. Right
1: for the bullseye. And my uh, my husband actually uh, asked the question the other day. He's like, "Have you guys done a podcast on you know seller's market versus buyer's market?" And I'm like, no, that's a really great idea because we get this question a lot actually. Right. right. So. What does that even mean? Yeah. Like most people think, well, it just means like um, the buyers have an advantage or the sellers have an advantage, which is true, but it's actually something that's measurable. So it's not like we're just saying, well, we feel like it's a seller's market or we feel like it's a buyer's market. Just a
0: vague impression.
1: Nope. It's actually something <laughs> that's statistically measurable. Yeah. And so the way we measure it in the real estate world is we take um, the amount of listings that are on the market. We measure how long it's taking them to sell. Mm-hmm. And if the homes were to continue to sell at the current rate that they're selling, if that level of inventory were to sell off in zero to three months, that's a seller's market. It means they're moving pretty quickly. Okay. If it's three to six months, it's neutral. It's neither a seller's market nor a buyer's market. Okay. And if it's six months or more, that's technically a buyer's market. And so it's actually, we can tell whether or not what kind of market we're in by how fast the inventory moves. And we are currently right now in Texas in 2021, we are in a
0: seller's market. Oh, yeah. A a Mm -hmm. super.
1: A super seller's, seller's market. market yeah. uh, last I checked. Um, so
0: we've got houses that are selling like in 15 minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we do now. They do Not do exactly,
0: it. but pretty close. <laughs> no.
1: Yeah. Actually, I've had them, you know, it felt like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. um, there are, I tell all of my buyers that are starting off, if it's a great house and it's well-priced, we have to see it. Today yeah. We can't wait till tomorrow. It may yeah. not be here tomorrow. Right. And that really does happen quite frequently. Yeah. Um, on average, we have dipped below the one month mark the last I looked and it's I, it hasn't slowed down since the last time I looked. So yeah. we are in a very strong seller's market at the moment we are. So what does that mean? Yeah. Um, if you are a buyer... It means you have to move very quickly. It means you're going to have competition for the house. So if you want to purchase the house, as a buyer, you have to be willing to give the seller pretty much whatever they want in order to be the the homeowner that they pick, right? Because the seller, if it's a seller's market and it's priced right, they're going to have a bunch of offers that they get to choose from. And so the buyer needs to... Um, Offer to maybe pay for the title policy or the survey or not ask for a home warranty. Perhaps they need to offer more than list price, and maybe make a guarantee over appraisal. These are things that the buyer might have to do in order to compete. So timing is affected. They have to move really fast. And then they buyers don't have any leverage when it's a seller's market. Yeah. The opposite is true when it's a buyer's market. Mm. So if it's a buyer's market, it, the, it flips where the seller has to – give the buyer everything they want. They have to be willing to pay off for all of those things. They they are in competition with every other house in the market in the neighborhood that's currently for sale because you might have one buyer in four houses for mm-hmm, sale and mm-hmm. you have to try to make your house look the best, smell the best, be the best priced, you know, do whatever you can do because it's now the buyers that have leverage on the market.
0: And sometimes, uh, talk just for a moment about how sellers can sometimes misunderstand that in a seller's market yes. and think then that now, oh, I can price my house wherever I want, <laughs> I can ask whatever I want. How yeah. does that work in the real world?
1: Yeah, you know, In the real world, you know, greed never pays off. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And so what happens if and honestly, if a seller overprices the house, especially if they do it significantly, if they overprice the house because they feel like, well, I can command whatever I want, the house just sits. Mm. And once it sits, now you've lost that that timing edge mm-hmm. to it. And so, what uh, say that just for round numbers? Say the house is worth three hundred thousand, and the seller's like, well, I can get three twenty five, right? Mm. Well, the buyers are looking at the house going, that's a three hundred thousand dollars house. They're pricing it at three twenty five. I don't want to have to compete for a house that's already overpriced Mm -hmm. and so it's it's not going to work well they're going to just go in and say well we'll give you 325 Um, it might be if it's priced at 300 they might be willing to offer 325 Mm -hmm. and maybe even guarantee a little of that above appraised value and then at the appraisal it might come back down to near the 300 mark but a seller loses their leverage and so if the house is sat there for 30 days 60 days, 90 days, because you're asking too much for it. Now, when you start bringing your price down to actual market value, you don't have any leverage anymore. Mm-hmm. So the buyer's going to come in, they're going to offer you market value or less, and you're, now the seller's going to be paying title policy, survey, a home warranty, and there's not going to be any guarantee above appraisal. So they've lost a lot of the advantage of putting it on the market during a seller's market because they got greedy.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just because it's a seller's market doesn't mean that the seller just um, has kind of a blank slate to do whatever they want. They still have to compete yeah. with the realities of or process the realities of appraisal. Yes, of you know, Everybody's hearing these crazy stories now of everyone yes. coming and offering so much cash above. Yeah. And I think sometimes it can cause sellers to have kind of the wrong expectations.
1: They, they do. And the reality is people can't pay more than a home is worth mm-hmm. with one exception. And that is, um. If they have some cash and they're willing to put it on the table, but the only way a buyer is going to be willing to raise their hand and say, I'll pay more than it's actually worth is if there's competition. Mm-hmm. It's the only time you're going to get a buyer to say that. Now they may put an offer in on the house and the house was a little overpriced or something, but it's going to adjust during the appraisal period. Mm-hmm. And so the only way to get that guarantee above is if there's competition. And so if you overpriced to start with, you lose that ability. You lose that opportunity Um, because nobody's going to raise their hand and say, well, I'm going to guarantee more than it's worth unless I have to to win.
0: So do you, this is the big question everybody's Mm -hmm. asking, do you see the market cooling Mm -hmm. at all and shifting more towards a buyer's market.
1: I think that markets always shift, mm-hmm. and so if I were to say I don't see a shift coming, I would be lying. Mm-hmm. The question is when. Everybody yeah. wants to know when, and everybody's worried about like trying to time the market. Right. You know, right. and I kind of find that kind of uh, funny sometimes, is because you're not going to be able to time the market. Yeah. Um, you can watch patterns, and I did get a little nervous this past uh, summer when we had a little bit of that piranha crazy people you know, offering way above appraised value or something. And at that point, I was afraid we were going to have a bubble And if we had had a bubble, we would have seen a crash. Luckily, Texans are very conservative, like we just don't do like the East and West Coast, like they have these extraordinary, um, literal, like they have bubbles where you rise really quickly, and then it just crashes and it comes back down to, to bring it back to reality to adjust. They're just they're just huge roller coasters and Texans tend to be very conservative by nature. And even though we have a lot of people moving to our area, our area from, uh, from the coast, which creates a little bit more of that momentum. uh, We still, we put, we put the brakes on when that was happening. And I was so proud of us for doing that because I really did get a little concerned. That kind of correction was coming sooner than I would have expected right now. If interest rates stay low, Our job market here in Texas is good. Um, I don't foresee a significant change just because we've been in a good market for eight Mm -hmm. years right it's not about how long it lasts it's about what are the what are the other factors the contributing factors uh, emotions are a big one if we believe it's good it'll stay good if we believe it's bad we'll mm-hmm. act accordingly and mm-hmm. we'll create it to go bad real estate is mm-hmm. very much emotionally driven yeah but then numbers wise uh, what actually uh, upholds our market right now is the ability for people to buy way more because interest rates are low mm-hmm. they can afford a lot more house for the money. right and with an upward moving market a seller who's bought a house two years ago I have clients they bought a house two years ago they because the market has been so good and interest rates so low they can afford to take equity that they have built even after selling expenses mm-hmm. in only two years take equity that they have built up in the house and roll it into another house it's a little bit bigger a little mm-hmm. bit nicer and they're able to take advantage of this yeah. amazing market and they're actually improving their quality of life by doing so and and is that going to change anytime soon hmm. Maybe. I really thought a a world event would would make it happen, and we had one at COVID, and it kind of propelled our market rather than softening it. So I wish I had a crystal ball.
0: Well, in some ways, Mm -hmm. COVID sort of constricted the supply with slowing the supply chains down, and you had a lot of new inventory that was being delayed. And do you see that sort of turning around now that a lot of the new inventory is coming back online? Maybe.
1: Maybe. I do, and I but mean we by still
0: new new builds, new, new builds. Right. Okay, new so
1: it's it's helping, and that it's helping to soften the frenzy, hmm. but it's still the tr- supply chains are not completely fixed yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think we're going to see some foreclosures coming on the market because mm-hmm. of the whole forbearance thing being passed. Although, with that, m- most of those forbearances, as long as the people are working again and can afford to pay, it just tacked. The months that they couldn't pay onto the end of their note, they're Mm -hmm. not just going to take it away, take the house away from them. So I don't think we're going to have this huge foreclosure inventory, but I think we'll have some, and that will also ease the inventory a little bit. But honestly, I think that as long as people are still moving to our area, the new build is not going to meet that demand, and we don't have enough sellers coming on the market to, to offset it So right now I think we're going to stay A seller's market for a bit If it softens and any We have a long way to go Before we even hit to neutral And a huge way to go Before we have it, a buyer's market again It is coming They always do I just don't think It's going to be immediately
0: So sellers rejoice
1: mm-hmm.
0: Buyers Get ready It may be a bit of a hurdle You have to <laughs> jump through But it's going to be worth it You're going to find That perfect house If we can help you Come to DeBrewRealty.com mm-hmm. We'd love to answer Your questions and help you find that dream home you've been dreaming of all your life reach out let us know and we're going to keep talking about all things real estate